1: Good morning, boys, and welcome to Start Your Engines, boys and girls in our listening audience, boys in the studio, to another Saturday morning edition of Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg from the Beacon Driving Studios. Gorgeous day. I tell you I what. Know it's, it's still
2: a little cool, but that sunshine looks great out there.
1: It's a little cool, all right. I tell you what, I'm kind of out of breath from getting there. We have to get in here. And what do we have, like three minutes between shows to get our stuff in line? And, Something like that. Yeah, so... Uh, it takes some hustling. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, man. Alan's over there doing
3: his homework. Yes, sir. I had a little snow at my house this morning. Are you Ridden? kidding? Yes. Top now, of my house was white. Well, I mean, dadgum. Well, I had and seen that there'd been some flurries
2: further west, but I didn't yep. know we had any this close. Yeah.
3: Y'all need to wake up a little bit earlier.
1: <laughs> or move well, further north.
3: I didn't. Well, I was <laughs> up. I just didn't look out the
1: window.
3: Oh, okay. okay. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have a race today, too. It's a little chilly, but we're going to have a race at Cherokee Speedway this afternoon. And boogity, uh, boogity, boogity. Yes, sir. Are
1: you uh, participating?
3: Uh, no. They're not going to run us till uh, a little bit later on in the in the month.
1: Okay. But uh, we're gonna get ready. I know that relieves a lot of people. Well, what what classes are they going to run
2: tonight? Uh,
3: uh we got. Uh, I mean, let me save that for a little bit later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all, yeah, right, yeah. all
1: right. Yeah. We need to stretch the show out and not put it all <laughs> in the first 15, 20 minutes. Um, yeah. The, one of the hazards of doing a live radio program is. Well, it's not so much a hazard of getting a guest, but uh, something can happen every now and then. and Yeah, stuff happens. Stuff happens. And we had um, a fellow I've been trying to get on the show for a while now, Bobby Bennett. And Bobby's a a lot of you probably know Bobby. He's uh, got a racing, uh, I mean, a drag racing uh, website, uh, Competition Plus, I believe is the name of it. And he's a, he's an authority. He's a historian, an authority, a journalist, and he knows everybody. And we've been trying to get him on the show, and we had him on the show, but he had to come on at ten o'clock because uh, he coaches girls softball. And believe me, I know all about how girls' sports can mess up your Saturday morning. <laughs> one minute, one minute, you got a game at eleven, and then they say, uh, "Oh, that's been moved to nine and you got to hustle. And you got to do it. And you got to do it. So that's what happened to him. He was going to be on at ten sharp. And then he got a hold of me last night and told me about 9.15 or so that his game was at 10.15 this morning. So Oops. he said, but I can get you somebody. And I said, okay. And so as a guest, and we are... I said, I'm anxious for this this interview to come up. A, as I had been saying, we're going to try to have a bigger drag drag racing presence as we did with the dirt tracks and the short tracks when we got Alan on the show and, and try to be a more well-rounded program. Because other than... uh uh. Hank Guyton and uh, who's the other Smith? Ernie Smith? And one.
2: too one of our friends that that's heavy into drag racing that has done some reporting for past shows, David Lancaster. Right. And David's brother, Corey, has had some serious health issues and Corey got to
1: come home from the hospital today, so I hope they're listening this morning and good luck, Corey. Well good luck, Corey. And but we're gonna have a more of a a drag racing or drag racing presence but he got us a gentleman, now I wasn't familiar with him, I am now, uh, youngster, sort of, 24 yeah, he, years well, old. Yeah, he can, we can call that a youngster. He uh, lives up in uh, Long Island, in New York. His name is Justin Ashley, and he has come from out of, I won't say from out of nowhere, because he did work his way up through alcohol dra- uh, dragsters. Right. His father was a champion dragster, Mike Ashley. But Justin's going to come on with us at ten twenty in our normal um, uh, legend spot, and Justin even has his own reality TV show. He's a web show, uh, yeah, right? YouTube show, isn't it's it? It's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. he uh, called Fix, Flip, and Fuel. Right, where he's his a, two passions. He's a real estate developer, and uh, well, let me say he's a he was a two sport of. Uh, player and uh he played football and baseball in high school then he played college football at Ithaca College he graduated from Ithaca College up in New York I think that's where Mark Hauser graduated from is that right I believe it is well maybe one of them will amount to something or maybe <laughs> this one will since Houser anyway I'm just kidding about Mark uh well, he's a school bus driver now <laughs> but he loves it he does he's got a meal ticket so that's all he <laughs> needs to do he put in his time here um but, uh, um, Mike, uh, Justin Ashley is moved up. And I didn't realize you had to get a license to drive fuel. You have to yeah. sort of graduate up to that. Yeah, well, don't let just any jack leg in there. Well, he's a top fuel dragster now, and he he's winning right out of the box. This is his first full season, as I understand it. or He might have started at the end of last year, picking up rides here or there. And um, he's quite a young man. I can't wait to talk to him. I talked to him a little bit last night. When uh, Bobby said, I'll get you somebody, but he's in the movies right now. <laughs> oh, okay. He, he was in the theater, and when the movie was over, he gave me a call, and he said, I'd love to come on. So uh, we're going to have him on in, at 20 after and hear about uh, a real up-and-coming drag racer with a fantastic future and a fantastic present from what it sounds like. Yes. And um, I'm glad you watched this show.
2: Yeah, it's uh... – if you'll just go to YouTube and search for Justin Ashley, his uh, YouTube show will pop up, and he, he talks about fixing up houses and drag racing. So I, I watched one of his episodes. It was actually his first episode. I think it's going to be a pretty good show. I enjoyed it.
1: Well, that's good. There's has got some paperwork here on him. Um, last week, we ran at Las Vegas, and... Uh, once again, uh, did we pick a winner? I don't even know if we picked a winner last week. I've uh, got to get a little bit better organized here to, to start out the show this morning. Um
2: Perry, just you're just throwing <laughs> papers everywhere. I am. I'm
1: throwing papers, and uh, and uh, Alan's doing his homework. But Joey Logano, and I believe somebody did pick him last week. Uh, I didn't. Wasn't me. But. Matt D Benedetto was second, so we gave him permanently to Greg until Greg comes back and can make up his own mind. And by the way, hope Greg's listening. He's uh, feeling a little bit better. He really's had a hard couple of weeks here. Um, well, Perry, something you, help, you
2: and I have discovered
1: at at our age, we don't bounce back as quickly as we used to. It's that bounce that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what. Well, I won't get into that yet. I wait. We got more time. My leg went to sleep on me Thursday night. I, I, I mean, not, I'm sorry, I didn't go to sleep. It was a cramp.
2: Okay. It, it yeah, that's, was that's a
1: lot different. Horrible. It's one of the worst pains I've ever felt in my life, and there was nothing I could do about it. Worse it than a heart away. attack? Well, that was a piece of cake <laughs> compared to a – I'd rather have a heart attack than a – not with the actual long-term results of a heart attack, but, man, when it was going on, that, that leg cramp was terrible. Joey Logano was the winner. Matt D. Benedetto was second in the Wood Brothers car. Ricky Stenhouse is doing very well so far this year. was third. Austin Dillon, fourth. And Jimmy Johnson was fifth. And uh, I think you're picking Jimmy these days, aren't you? I have been. And uh, I'll tell you who had a good race was sixth place uh, finisher Bubba Wallace. He really did. And Richard Petty's car. He was ahead of Brad Keselowski in seventh. Kevin Harvick in eighth. Kyle Larson in ninth. And Ty Dillon in tenth. So, uh. That was a real good win for uh uh Joey Logano. Of course, he's probably gonna have several more before the year's over. And the uh we we'll go ahead and get this done now. And the point standings in the cup. Uh Logano is the points leader. This is in the playoff standings. Um Denny Hamlin is second, Ryan Blaney is third, Kevin Harvick fourth, Kyle Larson is fifth, Ricky Stenow seventh, Chase Elliott. I'm sorry, Stenhouse sixth, Chase Elliott seventh, Austin Dillon eighth, Chris Boucher ninth, and Matt D. Benedetto is tenth. Um, I think that uh, I know, well, obviously this week, and I don't know how much longer, um, Ryan Newman's going to be out. He's uh, got Ross Chastain in the sixth car again this week, and Ross uh, uh, will probably be in that car until they – until Ryan Newman comes back, which he disclosed he had a head injury. He didn't say anything about the nature of the head injury other than it was a head injury. Uh, At the very least, it was a concussion, and that's going to take a week or so at least. Well, he's already – this will be the second week he's missed, and I think he's probably going to miss more than that, just guessing, because he's not saying – he said, I'll be back this year, which to me sounds, you know, pretty open to uh, maybe – up. You know, weeks or months. Yes. But you know what? If you remember, and I, I wasn't for it, and I'm still not for it. But the way they handled uh, Kyle Busch's leg injuries in was it 2015 or 16 when he broke both of his legs at Daytona? Yeah. He was it's able to miss. Wall. He was able to miss a whole bunch of races, and they still let him come back and win the championship. Yeah. I don't like that. I mean, throughout the history of the sport, drivers have gotten hurt. And, uh, and I mean, it's a rule change. It's something they came up with on the spot, maybe because, uh, I don't know, maybe because of his sponsors or his, his car owner, or maybe they actually literally thought it was the right thing to do. But if you miss races, you can't just say, well, we won't count those. You can still have a shot at the championship. That that yeah, makes no sense to me. I did not like me. that when it happened. Yeah. Well, but, well uh, speak up there, Don't
3: Alan. go there. One <laughs> win and you in. It don't matter. Guess what? one win and you
1: in well now he's got a point yeah but did he win one
3: yes he did no. well you did yes he did well I have, a year. And i'm taking up, your word then for it come, then they come up and said he had to finish at least in the top 20 in the points that's right but guess what the, now now it's just one winning you in you ain't got to be in the top 20 in the points so let's don't go there
1: did he make the top 20 in the points? yes he did well I don't like it, and he still come back and <laughs> won
3: that last race.
1: Well, the point is, bringing it up now is that Ryan Newman, no matter pretty much what happens to him, he's still going to have a crack at the championship because yeah. uh, they'll uh, they'll waive whatever he doesn't need, so <laughs> uh, so he can uh, so he can finish in the championship uh, and, and make the playoffs. Now he just. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's not as likely to win a race as Kyle Bush If it's one, if you win and you're in, because Ryan Newman, he's got quite a few wins to his, uh, well, like 19 or 20 or maybe something like that. But he's not one you expect to see in the winner's circle every weekend. No, like cow, Pe- like cow Bush. So for Kyle Bush to win one and get in and, and Ryan Newman to win one and get in, it's kind of two different, two different an- animals because, uh, I mean, Newman's just not as likely to win. I'm not saying anything. Oh, yeah. You know, I thought this was funny. Harvick, I think it was Harvick or somebody said this week that uh, the reason Newman didn't get hurt any worse than he did because he doesn't have a neck. And see, <laughs> and I say that all the time, kidding, kidding, and, and you know, and I don't really mean anything uh, bad by it. But, you know, when your buddy's saying it in the media that you don't have a neck and it really helped you from a. Uh, getting hurt any worse than you did, I, I, you know, I agree. That I do agree with. Uh, yeah, I understand. Um, but we also had some uh, um, Xfinity racing last weekend, unfortunately, and we'll touch on this a little bit more later on when we've got more time in the second hour. Um, Jeremy Clements had another rotten race. You know, he started out last year with two rotten races and never really got off the deck. And he's done it again. So you know we gotta we gotta pull harder. I guess maybe it's our fault. But, but now you got to admit them
3: restarts out there. They was something. That was like going down Pine Street at five fifteen. <laughs> Man, I was up on the seat. I was watching them boys yeah. drive five abreast, five abreast, going off well, the turn. The, the restarts were the best part of the race well. by, and, by far. By far. Well, you want them. You wanted them bunched up like that, but then we go to Daytona and they all crash. Yeah. Oh, so you got to pick one of
1: the, you know, one or the other. Well, that's exactly what she didn't say it last week, but she has said it in the past. Uh, that's Deb Williams' philosophy. Like, you know, how do you want it? Yeah. You want close racing at the, where there's going to be bumping and crashing and uh, blocking, or do you want to uh, like the old days when uh, Richard Petty won by six laps? Uh, you know, there's a lot of things about the old days, lots of things about the old days I like better, but uh, I guess that really wasn't one of them. We um, have a full show today. Of course, we'll have Nelson Crozier coming on at 1040 to uh, tell us what's going on out at Fontana with the with the uh, Cup and Xfinity cars, and we can only hope that Jeremy has a, a better week this week because um, he actually was qualifying and running pretty well i think i saw him up in 11th pretty steadily there before whatever happened happened and i had to step away and i never really got my finger on what uh what his problem was and uh ronnie you were out you were out hobnobbing
2: with celebrities last night weren't you yeah i got to meet joe biden last night and he
1: even talked to him for a couple of minutes he he really impressed me ronnie sent me a picture of uh look who i was just with (laughs) (laughs) and uh no, it was a nice picture. It's a good picture. Did uh um Yeah, it was a it, selfie and Joe actually
2: took the picture.
1: Is that right? Yeah. He grabbed my phone and said, Here, come here. <laughs> well, he's uh supposed to win by double digits today. I don't know if he will or not. And I did watch the free for all. Was it Wednesday night when they had the debate? Tuesday or Wednesday. I yeah, it, that was I mean it was interesting because they were just poor old Amy, they wouldn't let her get a word in edgewise. <laughs> she finally Got to talk a little bit there towards the end but uh um I, I like politics I'm uh apolitical I vote for who I feel like voting for I don't care if i the first time I ever voted was 1972 and I voted for uh McGovern as did I uh, the next time in 1980 I voted for John Anderson, an independent so I was I was old for two there starting out and I <laughs> couldn't tell you what's happened since then but I have voted for Democrats. I have voted for Republicans. I voted for independents. I vote for who I want to. So I just like to talk about I don't like to get into the nuts and bolts of politics and we're not going to do it on this show. And I <laughs> Alan's over here waving his hand, saying, get off of this now. I think we got back black flagged on that. Well, yeah. what I'm doing, <laughs> yeah. see, Alan can't see the clock, and I got 45 seconds till the commercial break, so I'm just trying okay, to. Okay,
3: we're going to get back to some
1: racing. Okay, because, see, when you get done with your homework, you can help contribute here, and uh, yeah, I won't we, have we to we get into get uh, to some them not yeah. letting Amy talk or we, anything. We
3: had a little bit of practice yesterday, boys, and uh, there's some fast cars out there. Yeah, at I, I didn't get to see the racing
2: itself, but I did get to see the, the results.
3: Yep. 88 Cars Feist, Jimmy Johnson's Feist, uh, we got Ricky Stenhouse's Feist, Bubba Wallace's Feist, we got a bunch of Austin Dillon, the Richard Childress cars are Feist out there in Fontana.
1: Well, i tell you what, when we get done here, you can, uh, we're going to talk to uh, Justin Ashley in just a second, yep. and you're going to um, be able to uh, help us when we get Nelson on there, because yep. I, honestly, I didn't see it. And But you did, and I think you said you saw some of it. Well, I saw the results. I know uh, Nelson's probably all over the top of it, but we're going to take our first break right now and come back and talk to Justin Ashley, top new face on the drag racing crowd. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Want to talk
0: racing with the guys? Call the Sign Force hotline now at 864-468-1400. Start Your Engine returns in a moment on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM.
4: When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946.
0: Now say this out loud as you're driving around in your car. Fox Sports 1400 has Dan Patrick and Colin Cowherd back to back. Dan Patrick at 9, Colin Cowherd at noon. You hit the nail on the head. This is Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3.
6: Happy New Year! We're seeing 2020 at Greer Nissan, and the savings are clear. Cars, trucks, SUVs, all your favorite models are on sale with low prices and payments. New Year, new you, new Nissan. And with over 300 to choose from, you've got plenty of options. Drive a new Altima, just $169 a month. Only $169 for a new 2020 Altima. Drive a new road, just $199 a month. Or save up to $8,500 off. Only $199 for a 2020 road. Or save $8,500. $8,500. $8,500 off a new 2019 road or take the wheel of a rugged new Titan pickup and save up to $14,000 off. That's right. Up to $14,000 off a new Titan. Get big savings on our large selection of used vehicles too. And if you need credit, come and get it. Hurry into Greer Nissan. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online at greernissan.com.
5: 864-479-1197 for more details. Are you sick of all the cookie cutter, boring barber shops? If so, you need to visit the Ironspur Barber Company in Hillcrest Shopping Center. At the Ironspur Barber Company, professionalism and customer service is their top priority. Owner AJ West makes sure that every customer gets exactly the haircut they want when they sit in his chair. So if you want to get your hair cut like you like it and in a fun, man cave like environment, then give AJ a call at 864 466 5289. The Ironspur Barber Company offers military and first responder discounts, and everyone is always welcome, even Clemson fans. First time visitors mention this ad and get $5 off. Call for an appointment today at 466 5289.
4: Hi, it's Colin Coward. Tune in weekdays following the herd for open mic, 3 until 6, on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400
1: and FM 98.3. And welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1400 on... Uh... FM at ninety eight three, AM fourteen hundred, and a wound, a, a wound yeah. around the world on the internet. And it's my great pleasure to welcome to our show for the first time, and hopefully not the last time, Top Fuel dragster Justin Ashley. Good morning, Justin.
7: Good morning. How you doing? Thank you for having me on. I appreciate
1: it. Well, we appreciate having you on. And uh, once again, I'm going to thank Bobby Bennett for uh, for hooking us up with Justin and. Um, As I said, we're going to have a more of a drag racing presence on this show, and Bobby's going to do that for us, and I think he got us off to a great start. Justin, is it snowing up there? You got a blizzard going on like I see on the news?
7: (laughs) Not by me. Uh, Fortunately, I'm lucky enough not to have snow right now, but there's been plenty of snow this winter for us already, so we get a little bit of a break here.
1: Justin, I've been, uh, um, of course, since I talked to you last night on the phone and this morning, and all of us have been... uh, brushing up on your resume and your accomplishments. And, uh, I mean, you've you've covered a lot of ground figuratively and actually in a very short length of time. I, and I, in our first 20 minutes, I told uh, our audience, you know, pretty much your uh, your resume, you're uh, a real estate investor and a college graduate, played a couple
7: of sports. You played college football, right? I did. That's correct. Uh, I was a wide receiver. I played Division Three college football at Iska College. It's in uh, upstate New York.
1: Well, I mean, that's just fantastic because uh, that just shows what a well-rounded person you are. Now, your father, uh, let me, I don't want to assume anything, but your father was a, uh, a top top drawer, top line. Uh, was he funny car or was he top fuel also? And you got to help me through this because I told you last night I'm a roundy, <laughs> round guy, but I'm going to get better at this. Drag racing,
7: yeah, But he, M-
1: Mike Ashley is very famous.
7: Yeah, So my father, Mike Ashley, uh, raced in a category called Pro Modified for many, many years, uh, won multiple world championships. And that's kind of how he started and worked his way up through the ranks. And then uh, beginning in 2005, he made the transition over to Funny Car. And from that point on, he raced Funny Car for about four years. And that's kind of when his uh, success, his fame, his, his popularity grew. And, uh, you know, I was always that kid when I was younger. Uh, At that time, I was probably 10, 11, 12 years old. But I was always that kid following him around. Wherever he went, I went and I followed I felt like every time he went down the racetrack, I I went down the racetrack with him. So I knew that from a young age, I wanted to do exactly what he did. And fortunately for me, I've been very blessed to be able to have a few opportunities and be surrounded by a lot of really great people, and really great teams to be able to be in the position that I'm in right now. Okay, well,
2: actually, you have just teamed up with uh, a new set of sponsors, I guess a new team going into 2020. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
7: Sure. So I teamed up with uh, Davis Motorsports. So in conjunction with Davis Motorsports, we've been able to add a few really great uh, marketing partners, uh, most notably Strutmasters.com. Uh, they are actually based in North Carolina. And, uh, you know, it's really because of them that I've been able to get my start. We've now raced five full races in top fuel, and we're planning on racing a 12-race schedule this year, which for us is just uh, fantastic. It gives us the ability to race for what NHRA calls the A Road to the Future Award, which is a uh, rookie of the year award for somebody who, uh, you know, exemplifies well both on and off the racetrack. So that's our main goal for this year. And strutmasters.com uh, hopped on board for, our team in Davis Motorsports to be able to put us in a position to be able to do that. Uh, we also have a really cool cool product on board called Auto Shocker. And, uh, you know, this is basically an interior car odor eliminator, but the, the cool part about it is that it's like if you take someone who smokes in their car for five years and you leave it in for 24 hours, it smells gone. So it's really, really awesome product. We've been able to bring out a lot of partners and a lot of products that are not just sponsors, but you know products and, and companies that we believe in.
1: Well what I can't stand and when I get a new car is somebody that hops in with a, a cheeseburger and a bag of fries that's the <laughs> i don't I don't let no smoker anywhere near my car and i was once one, one myself but uh, uh so it'll take out any odor food whatever how about the 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 family Airedale
7: yeah it'll uh it'll take out anything it's taking out anything from uh the smell of smoke to the smell of food to the smell of dead bodies to be honest with you. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, there's a market for that, I'm sure, because I watched because I watched Goodfellas last night. <laughs> oh,
7: so there you go. Exactly. <laughs>
1: hey, exactly. um, no. So you started out in top alcohol. Oh, I don't know if you started there, but I, I was reading you. Uh, did you win the champion in top championship in top alcohol?
7: So yeah, I started out in top alcohol. And top alcohol dragster is a class that goes zero to 280 miles per hour in 5.2 seconds. And that's basically uh, the natural progression, uh, you know, into Top Fuel from that category. It's almost like, uh, you know, for baseball fans, it's like the AAA, and then Top Fuel is is Major League. So uh, I didn't win championships. I did win uh, three races in that category. I raced that category for two full years. Uh, I had a really good team, and we had a lot of success in that category. And because of that success, it enabled me to have an opportunity now to race in top fuel. But a lot of really great drivers uh, start off in that category. And, and as I had said, it's really a natural progression from there into top fuel.
2: Okay, a little bit on, on another side. How did you get involved in fixing up and flipping
7: houses? Yeah, so after I graduated, when I was in college, uh, I was always that kid who, you know, I was playing football and going to class. And at the time, to be honest with you, I was 19, 20 years old, and all I wanted to do was play football. That's all I cared about. And then I realized that once that was over, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, i got to figure out something to do with the rest of my life. (laughs) So I'm like, shoot, I better figure this out super quick. So, uh, you know, I have family uh, who has ties in real estate. So I spoke to a few family members, my father, uh, my mother, they both work in real estate. we are like, you know what, let's give this a shot. Uh, You know, we'll kind of help you get started, and let's see if you like it. Uh, You know, I was young at the time. When I graduated, I was only 21, 22 years old, and, uh, I was like, all right, you know, I did my first house. I was like, you know, I'm starting to like, this. by the time I did two or three houses, uh, you know, I really liked it. What I do is uh, I buy these houses that are either short sales or, uh, you know, they're foreclosed on, so I buy them from the bank. And they are just in the, the worst kind of condition that anyone could possibly imagine from, uh, you know, uh, dead animals to the smell of urine to all sorts of bad things. So well, I you got the products homes.
1: to get rid of the smell.
7: Well, that's why it's a perfect fit. <laughs> right there. Right there. See, it all ties together. It does. I take that product, their their, their roof shocker product, they call it. I put it in the house, gets rid of the smell, because some of my guys don't even want to go in there and work on the house if it smells that bad. I can't blame that's them. That's the first thing I do. Yeah, it, it's, it's unbelievable some of the things you'd see. And, uh, put that product in there, get the smell out, gut the place, renovate it, and resell it. So flipping homes uh, all over Long Island here in New York.
1: Well, how did you get the idea to, uh, I mean, I guess the idea came easy, but how did you pull off getting a, a camera crew to follow you around and, uh, and get this thing on YouTube?
7: Yeah, so we uh, we discussed a few possibilities when I was making the transition at Top Fuel. Such a big part uh, of, of racing is the business side of it and off the racetrack and making sure that uh, you're marketing yourself and marketing your partners the right way. So uh bobby bennett from competition plus we sat down with him and we had some discussions and we decided you know what there's such a big market for the the flipping home side of it and then there's a big market for the racing side of it so we said why don't we combine the two so uh we kind of brainstormed and came up with this what we call hashtag fix flip fuel so it showed on competitionplus.tv it showed on youtube and basically what it does is it follows my life on and off the racetrack so it shows all the ups and downs and struggles and successes of driving the race car being at the track and going through all that with my team and then it also shows me uh flying back on a Sunday night to be at work first thing Monday morning to start working on our next split project so you kind of get the best of both worlds.
1: Well, I mean, do you um uh, has, has there been any and not maybe this isn't your your goal or anything, but has there been any been any interest in in going like on cable or uh, you know See, to me, I'm so old school old school that our radio show here is heard around the world. I told you, I think last night, my son listens to us in, in Iraq, in the Marines. Yeah. But, but you know, if you can't ride around with headphones on your lawnmower and listen to it in the, in the yard cutting the grass, it doesn't count. That's, you know, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big terrestrial guy with AM and FM, even though we go, we're out, they're hearing you all over the world right now. So the point is, does it even matter whether you get a, t- a cable deal or do you want one or do you like it the way it is? Because that might, as far as I know, that might be just as good because YouTube is
7: huge. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, it, it is. YouTube is huge, but uh, to be able to be on a cable network and uh, be seen around the world is definitely a goal of ours. We would love to be able to make that happen. I think that uh, we kind of have a cross-pollination of a few different markets in our show, being the, you know, the real estate side and the house flipping side and then the racing side. So. I do think that we have a lot to offer and definitely, uh, you know, being on cable network or being on worldwide television is certainly a goal of ours. And, uh, you know, it's funny at first when they start doing it, it's a little funky because, you know, you got camera crews following you around watching your every move and it's a little bit uncomfortable, but then after a while, you start to kind of develop a routine just like anything else in life. And I think that, you know, stepping outside our comfort zone has really benefited us a lot in this process. So uh, yeah, we'll see where it takes us, but uh, you know, God willing, I'd love to be offered that opportunity to be able to
2: do that. Well, we have already told everybody in, in our audience how to, to find you on YouTube, and I've actually watched your first
1: episode, and I'm ready to see some more of it. So I, I think you're doing a good job with it.
7: Well, I appreciate that. Thank you.
1: And I, I didn't introduce everybody here, but we've got Alan Hill over here. He's hasn't said much yet, but uh, Ronnie Black is uh, the one that's been talking to you along with me mostly, and he's our producer and engineer. And uh, so... I know you're getting two different voices. I didn't. Uh, I w- didn't want you to think I was a ventriloquist or something. <laughs> uh, but it's
7: I, nice to meet all of you. I appreciate you guys. Well, you. I
1: got a feeling we got a friendship here that could. Uh, you know, if you get anywhere, you said you got sponsors and connections in North Carolina. And of course, Bobby Bennett's here in in Spartanburg. Uh, if you ever get to Spartanburg, we'd we'd love to have you on the show live, and uh, and very at the very least, go out and have a bite to eat or a cocktail or something.
7: Sure, well, I'd love to. Thank you. I'm. Uh, be careful what you wish for. I might take you up on that. <laughs> no,
1: no, wait. Uh, this is a hot, as you have probably heard from Bobby, not just drag racing. You know, that's why we were mostly a stock car racing show is, or uh, uh, a round track, dirt track, because that's what's so hot right here. But it's it's huge for drag racing, too. And I didn't really realize the magnitude of it, and that's why we're uh, heading in that direction. But I want to ask you one more thing here in our last few minutes. See, I told you this would go by fast. Um <laughs> The, uh, now, I, I was reading where you had to, I guess, uh, for lack of a better term, you graduate up to, uh, to getting a license to drive uh, fuel rather than alcohol. I mean, how, what's that process like? How long does it take, and what do you have to do to get a top fuel license?
7: Sure. So basically in, in drag racing, there's a few different categories, and you have to work your way up to get to each category. Uh, So in order to get or upgrade your license from one category to another, uh, you have to make, I believe, anywhere between three and six passes down the track at a certain mile per hour and in a certain time period. So for me, to be completely honest with you, the first time I got my top fuel license was back in 2017. But when I got it, uh, you know, fortunately, I had a lot of really great people who helped me get the opportunity to do it. So I didn't want to pass up on it, but I probably was not ready when You know, this thing took off at 11,000 horsepower, and by the time I pulled the chute, I don't even think I knew what happened. It all happened so quickly. Uh, But then over the course of time, uh, you start to get used to it, and things begin to slow down, and then you start you know, being able to really feel things in the car and become accustomed to and become used to the process. So really the process for getting your license is anywhere between three to six passes in that particular category at a certain mile per hour at a certain time period. And it does have to be signed off by uh, by two licensed drivers in that particular class. But, you know, as Ed mentioned, for me, uh, it was quite the experience in the beginning. But then over the course of time, I definitely, just like anything else, got used to it.
1: I'm a pretty old guy. I swear I would have sworn you said 11,000 horsepower. <laughs> right, 11, horsepower. That's right. It's 11. What, what kind of engine makes <laughs> 11,000 horsepower?
7: I it's mean, 500- brief- briefly. <laughs> yeah, it's 500 cubic inches. And basically, I think the the thing that's you know pretty cool about it is 11,000 horsepower, you're going 0 to 330-plus miles per hour in 3.7 seconds. And I think probably the, the coolest thing about it is it goes through about, on one pass, anywhere from 15 to 20 gallons of fuel.
1: in a quarter mile or thereabouts?
7: A little bit less, yeah, 1,000 feet. Oh,
2: goodness,
1: 11. Well, well
2: Justin, the, the fastest I, I have ever personally driven a vehicle... <coughs> was like 165, and the (laughs) adrenaline rush was so great doing that. I can't imagine the kind of adrenaline
1: rush you get at 330 miles an hour. Do you have time to have an adrenaline rush? I mean, like it (laughs) comes at night in bed or something or what?
7: (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, you have a little (laughs) bit of an adrenaline rush. You don't even realize it. I think you're just focused on what you're doing, and then when it's said and done and you go back to the hotel room at night and you lay down and all of a sudden pass out, you're like, all the adrenaline just wore off really quickly. <laughs> uh, is, <laughs> so there,
1: is there any control whatsoever at that speed? I mean, I know it's got a, a steering wheel, and, yeah. And, uh, I mean,
7: is there control? So, yeah, there's definitely uh, a lot of controlling and a lot of procedures that you have to go through uh, when you're inside the car. Uh, you know, it's 3.7 seconds at 300-plus miles per hour, so it all goes by super quick. But believe it or not, in the car, mm. after you've made a bunch of passes, it almost it slowed down a bit they begin to feel things and understand things work at certain points on the track, but it's for the most part in terms of steering the car, a lot of, uh, a lot of little movements more so than anything else to make sure that the car stays as straight as possible.
1: Then I understand that because um, you hear that in different sports. I know like, I think the first time I ever heard about that was years and years, 40 years ago, I read a book by Jackie Stewart and he talked about how difficult it looks, but you know, once you're used to it, it's, it's all slowed down and you pass another car and you're both doing over 160 miles an hour or something, but it looks, you know, it's just like, it's no big deal because it's, uh, you're accustomed to that speed and you hear the same thing. I know about football, about some guy being, you know, a great college player and you can attest to this, I'm sure. And then you go to the pros and it's just so much faster. Right.
7: Absolutely. It's true. It's it's all about kind of game speed, if you will, and and how in the beginning everything moves super quick, and then it stays at that pace. But somehow, no matter what sport you're playing, in your mind the game begins to slow down, and you begin to, uh, you know, begin to do your job more effectively.
1: Justin, I told you this 20 minutes would fly by, and it has, and we got to go. But <laughs> I'm telling you, please come back on the show, and and uh, and more so than that, stay safe because uh, sounds like you might get get hurt doing this.
7: Yeah, you definitely gotta uh you gotta make sure you take all the safety precautions that you can. Thankfully they've come a long way, uh, with technology and with safety over the course of the years. But I really appreciate you guys having me on. You were right, yeah the twenty minutes did fly by, but thank you all so much. I really appreciate the time.
1: Well thank you, Justin. And we'll be watching we'll be watching your show and I can't wait to, to, to pick up on an episode of it. So uh best of luck to you and uh I, I will as well thank Bobby Bennett for uh for getting you on the show and uh we do appreciate it. Thank you.
7: Absolutely. You got it. Have a good one.
1: Okay. You too. What a great interview. That was, um, does Just, not seem to be 24 years old. Justin Ashley. What are you trying to tell me over there? I
3: can't I'm, read your I'm lips. I was trying to ask him where's his next race going to be at? Oh, is he going down here to Atlanta?
1: Well, we had 20 minutes. <laughs>
3: well, <that's>, uh...
1: <laughs> you, can, you got your homework done in 19 minutes yeah. and then you had time for a question as we were signing off. We'll get I, him
3: back. But i watch him. I've watched him on, on TV.
1: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. it's, uh, that was a great interview. And for um, for one that was thrown together after about 10 o'clock last night, I'd say that couldn't have gone much better.
2: I really enjoyed talking to him. He's a, he's a really sharp young man. Yep,
1: he sure is. Well, we're going to take a break right now and come back with another sharp young man who, uh, excuse me, I think he had a birthday yesterday or something. We'll be back after this and talk to Nelson Crozier. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports
8: Spartanburg.
6: Happy New Year! We're seeing 2020 at Greer Nissan, and the savings are clear. Cars, trucks, SUVs, all your favorite models are on sale with low prices and payments. New Year, new you, new Nissan. And with over 300 to choose from, you've got plenty of options. Drive a new Altima, just $169 a month. Only $169 for a new 2020 Altima. Drive a new road, just $199 a month. Or save up to $8,500 off. Only $199 for a 2020 road. $8,500 off a new 2019 road or take the wheel of a rugged new Titan pickup and save up to $14,000 off. That's right. Up to $14,000 off a new Titan. Get big savings on our large selection of used vehicles too. And if you need credit, come and get it. Hurry into Greer Nissan. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online at greernissan.com. 864-479-1197 for more details.
9: Your complete car care center is Par 3 Automotive in Boiling Springs. Par 3 Automotive can take care of your vehicle in a hurry. Whether you need an oil change, new tires, alignments, or anything in between, they have you covered. When it's hot outside, let them check your air conditioning. They specialize in maintenance and repairs, big or small. If you need your oil change quickly, ask about their express oil change. Stop in at 1930 Boiling Springs Road or call for an appointment, 864-599-5900. As Par 3 Automotive, your complete car care center.
10: Selecting a financial advisor to entrust your hard-earned assets is one of the most important decisions you will ever make. Janie Montgomery Scott has more than 185 years of experience, tracing its roots to 1832. Janie's boutique size allows it to remain agile, meeting the demands of turbulent market cycles while addressing the needs of its clients. Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott sets the bar high. He provides superior advice, expertise, and support through every stage of your life and finances. As a firm, Janie's regional size offers the advantages of scale, allowing for close client relationships with personalized advice and planning. Call Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
0: The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. Nelson Crozier is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Let's go live to Nelson now. Good hey, morning, happy Nelson. birthday
2: to you. Uh, happy birthday to you. Go ahead and finish it. Happy birthday, dear Nelson. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Nelson.
1: Thank you. I won't ask you how old you were unless you just want to tell us, but I, I tell you, I know one thing. He, he doesn't look it. No. I mean, Nelson.
2: Uh, somewhere there's a, a, a an oil painting in an, in an attic
1: that's aging <laughs> because Nelson surely isn't. Well, Nelson is a young-looking whatever he is, I'll tell you that. But good morning, Nelson, and how are you doing this morning?
11: Good morning, and since
1: everybody's asking, 76. Holy cow, 76. Well, that's not that much older than me. You're old enough to be my older brother.
11: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, Nelson, what did uh, what'd you take away from last week? Uh, what, some wild five-of-breast racing that we saw, and... Uh, Pretty decent race last week at Las Vegas. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, of course
11: the toyota has gotten nails with uh you know some earlier modifications of the hood area, so they had to start at the back.
1: Yeah, well we we didn't pick a winner again, so I was just checking my sheet here. So we didn't do it. So uh I, I understand from what now, from what uh, Alan was telling me here this morning that we've got some uh a little bit maybe different faces up towards the front. Uh, in practice anyway, qualifies this afternoon.
11: Right. Uh, you know, practice doesn't mean a lot because you never know how the cars are set up where they're set up for qualifying or for the race. You know, I kind of look at, you know, the 10 and 20 left and that gives you a better idea of who's running where.
1: Well, uh, we've... Um We've got two races under our belt. We've got our, yeah, two, one on the super speedway and one on a uh, medium. And of course, Fontana's kind of in between the two. Any trends, anything you see that, uh, that has struck you after two races?
11: No, just, uh, you know, the several days are a lot stronger than that happened in the past.
3: Yeah, I noticed, uh. Nelson, this is Alan. I noticed just today that Richard Childress' crew got up there, Tyler Reddick up there, and Austin Dillon's up there in the top 10. That's right. Uh, you
11: know, Chevrolet had some engine changes that were allowed as well. So, uh, you know, those have been producing them run right better.
3: And that 21 car. Everybody's been pulling for the 21 car. Matt Benedetto, he's he's up there in that top. And you got got uh, Ricky Stenhouse.
11: Oh, the, and no question, you know, there are a lot of good ones, uh, you know, right up front that we're not used to, but yeah, not in a battle has been running very well. Uh, you know, all the Penske cars are running well.
3: Yeah. How's it, how's this Penske deal working out with all these guys swapping crews and stuff like that? Is there any rumors about, you know, conflicts of interest or anything?
11: No, I think everything's going pretty good. Uh, the big gossip is uh Chris Lousey going to the 48th car next year.
1: Oh, uh, wow. You heard it here you know, first.
11: Well, wow. that's just gossip. I'm not putting any. Uh, it's way too early to put any space in.
3: Yeah, uh, that's pretty much what I've heard. And, uh, well, where are y'all yeah.
1: hearing this from?
3: Oh, you got to you got to get
1: it on the inside. You in Charlotte up there? Don't you work in Charlotte? I work in Charlotte. Nowhere near anything other than a, I can tell you about money laundering. <laughs> there's a lot of that going on. Well, there's a little bit of that in racing going on too. Well, that's probably probably true. Well, Nelson, I mean that to me is a. That's kind of a blockbuster. If uh, you know, I. Let's see. Would that just be a money? I hate to say money grab. I mean, everybody wants to make the best salary they can. But I mean, he is such a winning situation where he is. I mean, he he won the last Dodge championship for Penske. I, I that would really be a that would really be a career move to go from uh, Penske to to Hendrick in a car that you know hasn't been in the winner's circle except for a specialty race in quite a while. Right. No.
11: It, it if it happens, it will definitely be money. I,
1: Tuition. Yeah. Well, I I mean I kind of can't blame him for that, but um w- well since you brought it up and I think I I would have thought two races into the season might be pretty early for the silly season, but uh and maybe we can't call it that cuz I I I am I'm, I'm going to need to hear this from I don't mean more reliable sources, but this has just caught me off guard. Uh, who else As are, I said,
11: it's a rumor. I'm not putting any space into it at this point. Okay. Come September, maybe, maybe not. But right now, it's purely a rumor. Well, is this um,
1: uh, is it a known fact that uh, Keslowski's contract is up or something? And, and who else's contract is up that we might be thinking about something like this?
11: Well, I think there are a number of them that are coming up, uh, as well as most of the truck contracts are up. And next year, there'll be a one year contract, no more five year contract, you know, with NASCAR in the tracks.
1: Well, is that so they can shuffle the schedule around like they've done for this year?
11: That is correct.
1: Well, so, but this shuffle that we're experiencing right now, um, that's on the last year of an existing contract?
11: That is correct.
1: Well, I, I mean, I guess what I'm driving at is I didn't think. That would be the time that you could shuffle things around. I thought you'd have to leave it status quo until the until a new contract. But um, I guess I'm wrong. How does that work?
11: NASCAR controls the whole deal.
1: So, what good is the contract?
11: No, you uh, you're safe for one more year, but you're going to see a lot of changes. Okay, changes there. There's also uh, the drivers' uh, organization contractors up, and uh, you know they pretty well agreed that they go with uh, the new contract that NASCAR has offered.
1: Okay, now see I, when you say the drivers' um, contract. Uh, what what do they have i mean what what flashes across my mind is the old pda back when the drivers wouldn't run talladega first race because of the tires what what sort of encompassing um organization do, do the drivers have now I, I remember they like they seemed like they had like some sort of committee or, or an advisory group or something like that but they they have some formal um yeah, representation Bob,
11: rob, rob Crawford is the head of it and basically, it should get more money for the drivers.
1: But it doesn't it, – it, is, is that as far as it goes or does it have anything as far as um, insurance or a disability plan or, or anything like that? Is that – because uh, I've, I've never heard that.
11: quiet. I don't uh, think that's been deranged. But, uh, you know, some of it – you know, what can drivers do uh, – more like, you know, other professional sports, uh, you know, football, you can't wear your logo on your shoe unless it's approved. That's why it's not going that far, but it's more to give the drivers a little more input uh, and a little more security.
1: Okay, well, that's, that's, uh, that's why you're on the show, Nelson. You tell me something every week. Uh, and while we're on the subject of... Uh, a uh, disability which he doesn't have one i don't suppose but what do you hear anything about how long ryan newman may be out
11: um my guess is not very long
1: okay and i don't know if you heard our discussion earlier when uh alan and i were talking about you know I, and i'm not going to go over it again but you know being able to miss so many races during the season and then still come back and be eligible for the championship i, I kind of Think it's is I don't know if I agree with that, but Alan did put it well that, you know, and remind me that I think you have to finish in the top twenty of the standings even if you miss a bunch of races. And um uh, so Newman can afford to miss races is what it amounts to. Anybody can.
11: Right. And uh, he would like to run for the championship, no question.
1: Let's get our picks in. We didn't do it too good last week, but uh we'll try it again. Now I've uh I sort of declared that we would give Greg the 21 car every week until he comes back, and I hope that'll be pretty soon. Um, Alan, you go first this week. Uh, I guess I'll go with that 18 car. Alan's going to go with the M&Ms. Ronnie, what do you think?
2: Judging by his practice performance, I'm going
1: with the 88. Alex Mm -hmm. Bowman. He's going with Alex Bowman, who could use a win for sure. Well, I'm going to stick with Keselowski before he switches to Chevrolet. Uh, Nelson, you got the rest of them. Who do you like?
11: I'll take the 12 car.
1: Take the 12. Blaney. And he is going to win a race. There's no question about it. He's uh he's not that far away from doing it. Nelson,
12: anything else before we let you go? No, just, you know, the
11: track is very bumpy. It,
12: uh, I saw that. Gonna, I did see that much. It's really tonight. bumpy.
11: Yeah. One of the bumps we go to probably going to rain tonight. So, uh, you know, be a big green track
1: tomorrow with that bunch of rubber on it. And a caution flag after 20 laps.
11: More than likely.
1: Nelson, we appreciate you coming on. Um, you're the best. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.
11: Okay, sounds
1: good. All right, that's Nelson Crozier. Ronnie? He's the smartest man I know. I tell you what, sounded good today. He really did. Yeah, Nelson's uh I got a feeling he's going to have to be going to a quiet spot pretty soon, so you can't hear the cars in the background.
3: (laughs) Uh, He's talking about Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney probably had that race won last week, except for that last caution, and he did not come, well, he hit pit road. That's one of them deals of uh, late race caution with five laps left to go. Uh, you know if you hit pit road everybody else is going to stay out and that's what uh Joey stayed out there he was the first car is on that inside line and uh had about four of the five other cars behind him that stayed with him so that that slowed them boys up with new tires and uh
1: joy got gone so uh ryan blaney's going
3: to do something he here is, pretty soon.
1: he is on the verge of winning a race and uh uh you gotta, you got to think Chevrolet's got to be on the verge of winning one sooner or later. And uh, I don't know. Something tells me it's going to be Larson when it happens. I don't even think it'll be a Hendrick car. But it, it, Byron's looking pretty good lately, too. Yeah.
3: William Byron's looking good. But uh, we were sitting there talking about the Brad Keselowski deal. You know, uh, Rick Hendricks has got a bunch of young drivers. You need that anchor driver sitting back there in the background that kind of keeps everybody, you know, that you can go to. I ain't going to say that man that's got a little experience up underneath his belt, but uh, Brad's got some.
1: Well, now, uh, and, and we only got a few seconds here before the break, the top of the hour, and we can come back to it. But uh, and I was in and out last week. I apologize. But did Chase Elliott lose it while leading the race after uh, leading the both segments?
3: Uh, he. Uh,
1: I mean, he just looked like he just lost it to me. Well, you know,
3: car go away and. Uh pit road accident and stuff like that. Uh, there was two or three on pit roads there. The 11 car kind of got into a short deal right there, coming back out of the pits. And uh, sometimes you got, uh, it it's talking about these uh, drivers got contracts. Sometimes you got to look at these crew chiefs and stuff. Uh, oh, absolutely. I mean, you, you sit there on pit road and you see another car coming, you know, don't get wrong. Used to them boys used to come down pit road wide open. Uh, and boy yeah yeah
1: <laughs> Look, i used to stand out there <laughs> a lot of people used to pay the price for that but yeah and you know i even heard junior johnson say one time a long time ago but it was he said as long as they're racing under the green flag they ought not have a pit road speed so i but they never do that again uh, no they'll never do that again okay well, before they had the speeds
2: i I don't understand why we didn't have more people hurt on pit road.
1: Well, it's a wonder. I mean, if you look at the grandstands and the protection they had, it's amazing, but we're going to come back in a few minutes. We're, uh, uh um,
0: the Herd with Colin Cowherd. He takes it too. He's Fox Sports 1400. WSBG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3.
8: Franks for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Franks for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Franks for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Franks for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Franks for the Memories 468. Oak Grove Road, next to Westview Elementary, is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3 30 p.m. Thanks
13: for the
10: Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, It's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott, can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
2: Every rim rattling dunk. the
0: deflected, stolen by Lawson. He'll race in and flush
8: it.
2: Every clutch three.
8: Grab
0: the three. One more time. And
2: every unforgettable moment.
0: And you can put Spurs on this one. South Carolina with the upset of 16th ranked Nobbers. South Carolina basketball lives here. The South Carolina Gamecocks are headed to the Final Four. The Gamecocks Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Live from the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina.
12: Gentlemen, start your engines.
0: Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engines. Here's your race team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now. Here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author Perry Allen Wood.
1: And welcome back to the second hour of Start Your Engines. And uh, after one of the sloppiest breaks I think I've ever put together in my life, uh, we'll live through it.
3: Well, it's kind of like that drag racer. He said, you know, the more you do it, it, the easier it becomes, you know. About like it, everything slows down. If you can think everything slows down, at 328 miles an
2: hour. Oh,
1: God.
2: I, I, listen, and listen, we got we got another friend on the phone right now. We do. Roll Tide Terry.
1: Oh, let's see what Roll Tide has to say.
12: Good morning, Roll rain. Tide. i tell you what I got to say. All right. It's Saturday morning. There ain't no rain in the skies. The sun's shining. It's cool, and we're talking racing, so. It's got to be a wonderful, wonderful time to get it kicked off. It
14: is. And,
12: I'm, and me and my buddy David was wondering if we was on. Y'all was on the radio, and y'all are. So y'all have made our day, and so <laughs> we might have to pay y'all visit up one day. Well, well that, we
2: appreciate that. Thank Here you.
12: really do. And <laughs> thank y'all for what y'all do every Saturday. Well, this is our
1: fourth show. This is our fourth show, so... Uh, yeah, we, be, we started the week before Daytona, but it's great to know that now we've probably got a total of five listeners.
12: Well, I... <laughs> Depending I on how many up. of
1: Allen's people's listening.
12: I was laid up for a couple of days and wasn't able to drive and get around on Saturday. So it's really mine and David's first day of going getting groceries and and riding around and looking for turkeys and listening to racing.
1: So. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't well, say looking look, for well, racing and listening to turkeys.
12: <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> races in turkey see we go to the battleground and slowly go through there and if we see turkeys you know when you when you retire what I, you don't have a whole lot to do you can't go ride around and look at women all the time so you can we we have we have to look at turkeys and and listen to racing and make sure nelson and all of you so you know we we're we're back into the loop right now. Hey, so.
1: let me let me tell you something while I got you on the phone here. and This is something I listen to at work. Uh, are, are you familiar with the website for the Motor Racing Network, MRN? Uh huh. Okay, because you can go on there and listen to old races from their archives, and I
12: well I, I, I love I, to yeah, do that. I, yeah, and I'm one of them way back yonder that's got the old DVDs. Yeah, you know the football follies and. Uh, racing follies and all that yeah yeah i got all that but that's that's the thing about it i got enough memories of talladega 30 something years of talladega all i had to do is close my eyes and imagine what's going on down there yeah we
2: we really do appreciate knowing that we've got you and david out there and that that y'all are such good friends to the show we really appreciate
12: it yeah thanks for calling well and i try to put it out anytime i can
1: well, thank you.
2: And, we, and
12: like I said, I'm I'm glad y'all are back on the radio, and we can hear you. Well, we
1: got to get Greg in here and have the whole whole band together. Yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Terry. Right, Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Hey, yes, sir. You're, yeah. Roll. T- yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I, I I hope our Gamecocks rough your boys up tonight. I don't know how mo- how you feel about basketball, but well, we, I, we sure, got a must uh, win tonight at eight o'clock in Tuscaloosa. Oh,
12: okay. Well, I'll let you in on another tidbit. Chesney won 5-2 just in softball with the girls. so I can keep you up as much as I can Saturday, maybe <laughs> sports or something. Baseball or softball with Chesney and stuff, so you know, I can be a little on the mix, but yeah, I like the drag race. I like how to show, guys.
1: Okay, well, we so thank you.
12: We got something to do on Saturdays, riding around. We did not know battleground the but we ride around the lots looking so it's nice to listen to y'all
1: talk. all right well thank you terry we're going to move on and call anytime, okay buddy yes,
12: sir. All y'all right. have a good one you
1: too oh, roll tide terry i tell you he's uh
3: riding around listening to turkeys all he's got to do is he's on down highway 11 to cherokee speedway they're gonna have a race this afternoon he can sit down there and listen to it or There'll be a bunch of campers parked across the racetrack, and, boy, it'll be a bunch of barbecuing going on and stuff. Uh, Matter of fact, I bet you Mr. Wilson's already sitting (laughs) over there. (laughs) He's at the right track. He's at the right racetrack, yes, sir. I called him on the way over here. I said, "Uh, where you at? He said, I'm sitting at home. I said, well, you better be headed to Gaffney.
1: Let me do a couple of things here that uh, I'm going to do this right now because last (laughs) week, it's the only thing I forgot to do, and that's... uh, What's on TV, and it doesn't take long. But uh, I had all this stuff printed out to uh, talk about, and that's the one thing I didn't talk about. I didn't tell you what's coming up, and there wasn't that much. But anyway, there's not that much this week. Uh, 1 o'clock today at Fontana, you got Xfinity qualifying. And then at a, oh, uh, it, uh, the NASCAR, the Cup qualifying will be at 2.30. And then the Xfinity race will be... Quickest thing, turn the track around, I guess, at at 4 o'clock. I don't know if it'll be quite that quick. That leaves them a half an hour, but that's what it says here on the schedule. And then tomorrow, um, there's some replays and this, that, and the other, but the cup race is on Fox. Oh, those others are on FS1, by the way. The cup race will be on Fox from 3.30 till it's over. This says 7. Maybe, maybe not, but that's at Fontana. So not a whole lot of racing going on yet. But it's picking up. And along those lines, let me just touch on the other. Uh, I'm not going to get into their um, other than uh, the next race, but the uh, well, I just took them in order, got them in my hands. Uh, your brother with the WeatherTech uh, Sports Car Championship. Um, they're still holding off till uh, they got about three more weeks. They go to Sebring on March 21st. And we're looking forward to see how. Uh, mike hill and uh and the cadillac will do down there uh had a rough 24 hours but uh finished seventh i mean that's they well, finished
3: well i sent you a picture of that new race car they're gonna break yes. out next uh it's the next race it it'll probably be down there sebring well, well what about that other picture you said that's, that's, that's the one that's the one i'm talking about that new Nash.
1: alan sent me a picture now, i had seen this car online uh just looking at some stuff it probably was on facebook about all the celebrities and stuff and uh, old-timers events they had down at Daytona. And they had a Nash. Now, I've read a whole bunch about the Mexican road race. It's fascinating. Hard to find anybody that was in it. But, you know, Herschel McGriff was in it, and we need to get him on the show. But anyway, they had a Nash, excuse me, (coughs) that um, I've seen pictures of. It's number 37. It's solid white. Right on the front fender, it says, uh, there you go. It's got Driven by Curtis Turner and Bill France. Bill got top billing. And it's uh, got Nash, Ramble, Nash Ambassador on the back of it. Across the top, it says Carrera Panamania, which is the, their way of saying Mexican road race, Pan American road race. And uh, now I saw the car that had, um, I mean, I saw it on old footage and in Smoky Unix book. He talks a lot about the Mexican Rose Race because he went down there, and he talks a lot about Curtis Turner, like the scared to death Bill France, and all that went on with that. And that's the car. It's, they found it somewhere down there, and I'm stunned, and I couldn't be happier. It's a four door. Well, they had it's they had four. all their stuff in the back yeah, seat in the trunk. it's a four door. I think I think it was a
3: Mexican taxi cab because <laughs> it's got a new tag on it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this but is they, a, what year is that car
3: there ain't no telling what year well, it is
1: there's got to be like a 50 or a 51 because that's when they had the road race 52 maybe but uh they
3: unloaded that up at action motorsports this past week my brother sent me and they want them to refurbish this thing a little bit and kind of bring it up to date not too much well they've got the motor and transmission all sitting out of it and uh, the original the original motor yeah. and stuff and it's about two inches in grease and, uh, but, uh, it looks like it had new spark plugs and stuff in it, you well, know, how it is. And, uh, but, uh, he sent me a picture of one of them Cadillac murders. He said, you think we need to update it? And I said, who
1: we now you need to put in it, what, what came out of it and to keep that thing as close to, uh, to, uh, race ready as they had it back in 1952 or whatever. And I, I've been meaning to look up on that and see what year that did run, but man, Curtis Turner, he was going around those mountain roads, hanging two wheels off a cliff and and um bill France having to change his underwear pretty frequently and it was it was crazy and that they finished the race and and actually ran pretty good and this is one of those old nashes now curtis turner must have had a deal with nash because the races that they won in uh in uh grand national back in those days curtis turner won in a nash it was number 41 and i know he won the, at the charlotte speedway and i believe he won martinsville he won, like, two races in a row and led every lap in this car that looks like an upside-down bathtub, especially that white one you got a picture of Well, there.
3: you know it didn't have the gear shifter. It's still up on the column and stuff yeah. like that. So uh, would you see a race car driver getting in that thing today? No, I don't. <laughs> it probably doesn't even have a roll bar, does it? No, it don't have a roll bar. It just, uh, listen, it don't need a roll bar. As thick as that metal is on that car, I'd hate to know. <laughs> well, I'd hate go down to a, know I got hit by
1: that thing. If <laughs> you go down a 50-foot cliff, you might need a roll bar. But, uh, 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 oh, I got I got to get Rex to tell this story. I talked to Rex White this week. He was in the Mexican road race one time. And, uh, he, you know, he had polio. That's not funny. But he flipped down the cliff, and they went down there to rescue him. And then one of the rescuers said, look at his leg. And Rex said, that's the way I was when I got in the car. <laughs> Nothing wrong with my leg. Just get me out of here. Rex is 89 years old. I talked to him this week when I was trying to round up a, a guest. And he's at a show in Winston-Salem today. Sounds great. And um, he said, please have me on in a few weeks, and so we'll do that.
2: Oh, I love talking to Rex. Uh, he is such a sharp guy. He
1: is a is uh, a gem. Um, God, I, I, I just, I, I think about him falling off the stage though. When he got his, uh, hall of fame award and, uh, Kevin Harvick having to pick him up and everything. <laughs> one, one number four to another number four. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that Mexican road race, if you want to read some interesting stuff, now I'm reading a book right now. We're going to take a break here in about five minutes and then turn it over to, uh, Alan to do his thing to come back, and wrap it up at the end. So we got a little time here. Um, Read about that Mexican road race because they had indie drivers. Everybody, anybody, uh, rich people, just anybody that was anybody that wanted to enter that thing, sports car drivers. I think Bill Vukovic won it this year. Uh, Herschel McGriff is still up in Oregon because, you know, he played the bugle. uh, He played the national anthem last year at a Winston West race or whatever they call it now, Uh, K&N series. And he was in the Mexican road race for years, also the first Southern 500, and he's still pretty – pretty active but um i'm reading a book right now called uh boards guts glory and uh hey ryan hey little ryan and uh the uh guys that raced on the boards and they had like 30 tracks from 1910 until 1931 and none of them lasted very long they just did because they had no way to treat the lumber but they had a track and some were different than others the one that Kansas City they left the space but they, they they were mostly built with two by fours on edge and uh, but the one at Kansas City they put like an inch between the edges and filled it with tar and rocks and it was like it was suicide it was the, you know the tires were spinning throwing that shrapnel shrapnel you know rocks and things. but the one at Sheepshead Bay on Long Island or, or uh, no not long Island in New York it was two miles and it had parabolic turns and it took 80,000 um, square feet of timber to make this thing. And they said the turns were like a bowling alley. I mean, it was so smooth and slick. And it was like um, until they built the one in Beverly Hills, it, it was like a palace. But these guys racing with no seat belts, open cockpits, uh, no helmet, two of them, you know, riding mechanic, uh, at 150, 160 miles an hour on the straightaways, average speed like 120 or 30. I mean, that's crazy. You talk about why more people didn't get hurt or killed. I mean, it it really, and there was no fencing or anything to keep them out of the stands. I mean, it's just a wonder that there weren't more disasters back. But to read about these guys and the ones that lived a long time and lived to talk about it, and they they did. They lost two or three, uh, sometimes a week. Uh, f- definitely if they lost only five or six in a year, that was considered improvement. Um, but, you know, people like Pete DiPaolo that went on to uh, to run the Ford Motor uh, Company right before Hallman Moody and uh, sang the national anthem at Indy one year. I played that for you last May. And, and the other people uh, that survived that era, uh, Eddie Rickenbacker, who you know, went off to war and became an ace and then came back and bought the speedway. And uh, But these board races, if you just want to read something fan- fascinating and fantastic, read about the board speedways and read about the Mexican road race because those are two things that are not ever coming back. And, uh, of course, this was all prompted by that car. I thought, now, when you first sent me the picture of that, Nash, didn't you say they were putting a front end under it too or something? Uh, they're going to have to
3: do a little bit of a steering on it stuff like that uh he says when you get in you can turn the steering wheel about three quarters of around it still don't you know there's nothing up there you know i mean you know how you used to tighten up that worm gear in the steering box well i don't well guess i can imagine Uh, (laughs) it needs tightening (laughs) it needs well it's already out of tightening
1: oh okay all right well i just love stuff like that and i hope they do something good with that car i don't know if he's got it earmarked for a for a a round country tour or it's going straight into some hall of fame someplace, but uh, that's a, that's a gym. And there's probably others down there. And if they found that thing in Mexico, Uh, but what if you was in Mexico, if you were in Mexico and you were hailing a cab and that thing pulled up, I mean, I believe I'd have, (laughs) I'd have gone nuts. (laughs) I mean, you can recognize it right off. Drivers, Bill France and Curtis Turner right on the front fender. It's, it's a beauty. Oh, yeah. It Shoot. looks just like it did, only the paint's all faded. Yeah, and still running with that old flathead motor in it. I mean, you know. Who was it we had on the oh, Oh, uh, Bobby Allison, when he ran uh, um, for Penske, talk, called him Nash's. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he said, I didn't like driving that Nash, although he drove it for years after he left Penske. Well, we're going to take a break here our 20 after break, and come back and turn it over to Alan and let him tell us about big doings out at Cherokee Speedway. And uh, sounds like uh, Mr. Wilson's out there already got him a good seat. So we'll come back. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg.
0: Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Wouldn't it be nice if road trips were easy? Anyone need to go to the bathroom? Nope, I went
6: before we left. Hey, you in the sedan.
5: Smooth merge. At McDonald's, we're making things easy. Introducing the savers menu. Simply choose from the sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, sausage McMuffin, or medium premium roast coffee and get another for a buck during breakfast hours. Easy. Limited time only. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Breakfast hours vary by location. Excludes iced coffee.
13: Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com.
4: When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you, Mr. White, always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years that's decades of plenty the beacon where the food is always good since 1946 fox sports 1400 is now bigger and better than ever why
0: you were on an fm station because we're now on the fm dial at 98.3 fox sports 1400 now bigger and better at 98.3 fm
1: All right, and welcome back to Start Your Engine Zone, Fox. From where are we? The Beacon Driving Studio. Absolutely, that's right. And we got Alan Hill here, who's got. I'm uh, sitting right here. He, he's been uh, he's been uh, working all morning since he came in the door. He was looking for a piece of paper and a pen to. Uh, to get ready to tell us what's going on locally yep. so alan go for it
3: all right we've had a little bit of racing going on last week at cherokee speedway we had about uh seven divisions racing starting off with the 602 thunder late models first place went to justin mints second place went to austin mints two brothers going at it pretty heavy right there I'd say. is
1: that in relation to the mints of the um scrap no because no. he was in the racing i yep. used to o'neill mints yeah i used to talk to him up yep. at uh
3: uh I the talk, peace blossom i talked to him all the time oh, okay uh third place went to dale Timms in the 604 Sika late malls first place went to ron Gerio jr second place went to dylan brown third place went to anna parkhurst in the stock four division first place went to travis mosley second place went to bradley weaver third place went to matt gilbert in the DNL, which is Durance Lane Street stop, first place went to Ricky Green. Second place went to Caleb McLaughlin. Third place went to Dalton PV. In the Young Guns, we had a lady driver in there, and she won her race in this Young Guns division. Good for her. Hannah Wall, first Good place. Good name, too. Yes, it is. Second place went to Curtis Bishop. Third place went to Abigail McKinney, another girl. Okay, in the Thunder Bomber series, uh... Thunder Bomber series over there at Cherokee Speedway, we had, uh, a little controversy there. Third, third place got, actually got the win. First place is Greg Carroll. Second place, Greg Cook. Third place went to Hayden Atkins. First and second place, uh, second place protested the first place guy on, uh, heads and, uh, rear suspension and stuff. And, uh, so whenever second place protested first place, that gives the right for first place to go back and protest second place. So he went back and protested him, and guess what? Well, I, something <laughs> was wrong. Both of them was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll just leave their names out of that deal. But uh, Well, first, you just
1: said their names, didn't you?
3: No, I didn't. No, I said first place was Greg Carroll. He was, third pl- he was third, and he got the win. Oh,
1: he got the win.
3: But uh, first and second that actually finished the race did not get to win.
1: And you didn't name them? I didn't name them. Oh, okay.
3: I'm not going. Uh, that's your part of the show. That's, uh, that's uh, Extreme Four went to first place, went to Travis Lankford. Second place went to Willie Fowler. Third place went to Wayne Heatherly. Okay. Uh, Harris Speedway today. We got open practice session today. Gates are open right now. Driver's meeting is going to be at 1230. It's going to be $15 to get in. Uh, for people that want to go sit in the grandstands, the grandstands are closed right now for renovations. They're going to redo all the grandstands over there. we got new owners at Harris Speedway, so they're starting to make a few improvements up there at Harris Speedway. Travers Rest Speedway, they canceled because uh, due to this rain that we had, they put new clay on this racetrack, and they've been trying to work it in, and when we had this rain come in here, what was it, Monday, Tuesday, and half a day Wednesday? You know, you got to let it rest for about a day or two for it to dry out before you can actually start working. Uh, guess where they got the clay from? Gaffney.
1: No. Well, I don't know.
3: They got, the tray. they got this clay from the Monster Truck Series that was at the Greenville Memorial. What is it they call it? I, I
1: used to call it Greenville Memorial Tour. Oh, you're talking about the Bon Secura Arena. Bon
3: Secura winner. <laughs> they, they called. They had to get rid of this red clay. Yeah. And they guess what? They're going to give it away. Well, and this, they said they need some trucks to be there at 5 a.m. the morning after that to be able to clear that clay out of there. And this man said, yeah, I'll have dump trucks sitting out there waiting. I've How never
2: fun? thought about what they did with that after they had these indoor shows like that
3: and this man said it was all pure clay they done sifted all the rocks out of it and everything he said the prettiest red clay you've ever seen and he is making some more banking over at traverse red speedway
1: which is going to make that racetrack extra fast now how
3: fortuitous yes that's how I for
1: yeah the um um where did it come from originally, though? Was it local? Uh, I guess Georgia or
3: They ain't no telling where. You know how them big places are like that, that monster. Energy but, I mean, field. you just
1: really have a band of clay, from what I understand. It runs from, like, Virginia down through Alabama or something, and we're right in the middle of it. Because if you get too far south, you're in Columbia, and there, there's oh, no clay gets, down yeah, there. Yeah, it gets sandy down yeah. there.
3: But we still go down there and race every
1: so often. You remember back in the day, the Columbia Speedway. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, oh, I yeah. went there many times but when it was dirt. But, no, I was just saying the. Uh, it was probably clay from somewhere around here. But anyway, yep. go ahead.
3: Yep. Also at Carolina Speedway up in Gastonia, North Carolina. They have nothing going on as of right now. They're going to wait for a little bit more warmer weather, which uh, it's like I told y'all earlier. We only have this show once every four years today. That's
1: right. The Leap Year Show. This, this our, is our, can't even say annual. Yeah, this is our <laughs> Leap Year Show. Quadro annual <laughs> Leap Year Show so uh, never been
3: involved in one. carolina's up towards charlotte so i guess it's a little cooler up that way so they are uh holding off to a little bit warmer weather
1: i'd have to check the date but i did go to a race one time at rockingham on leap year day and i think that would have been about 76 or something 76 or 77 boy i used to love that racetrack up there oh yeah
3: it's great between it north rooksboro and stuff like it i loved rockingham yep that, uh, Rockingham yeah. was fast harry Gantt used to get around up there really fast mm-hmm. and yeah. kyle petty did too oh, oh kyle petty owned it right before they closed yep. it that in dover him and felix sabates yeah but uh also going on here uh cherokee speedway today we got the march madness it's also known as ginger owens march madness tribute to ginger owens who passed away a year ago uh, from uh battle with cancer and uh You know, her uh, husband and son used to take care of the racetrack over there at Cherokee Speedway. I heard that they have now moved on up to Carolina Speedway. They're going to take care of the racetrack at Carolina Speedway. But today it's uh, Cherokee Speedway. We're going to kick off this March Madness with the Southeastern Late Model Series. Going to pay $2,000 to win today. The Thunder Series Late Models $1,500 to win. The Extreme 4 is going to be there with $500 to win. Pure Stock Division, which is a big deal to do up there at Harris Speedway. They only run pure stocks over at Cherokee Speedway about, probably about four or five times a year, and they really do put on a good show there. Didn't realize there's that many Camaros left out here, 80 and 81 Camaros, but they uh, there's still a few of them
1: out here. Well, but- soon they'll go the way of the 55 Chevy because I remember when they were— a ton, Every, a ton of them out there on the track. Listen here, I seen former Lance drive one
3: with a front clip on it down in Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi, and when an NDR race down there. And, and Ed Howell walked down there. Everybody knows how, you know, he walked over and looked at that thing. And he said, That's a piece of junk. And former looked at him and said, Yeah, but this piece of old junk will run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: there used to be a lot of 55 Chevys out yep. right
3: there. Uh, also, at uh, Cherokee Speedway today, we're going to have the Young Gun series. Maybe Hannah Walken will pick up her second win in a row over there. Uh, we also got a division area. It's called Run What You Brung. So, whatever you want to bring, you just bring it on over and you're going to run it. Afterwards, this afternoon, they going to have a band over there. This is going to be uh, everybody around uh, Spartanburg and stuff. I have not heard them because I don't listen to radio. Dirty
1: Grass Soul Band. You, no. have you ever heard it right R- ronnie'd be more likely to know about that what is that but,
3: uh dirty grass soul band they're gonna be putting on a concert in the infield over at cherokee speedway this evening uh they're gonna start somewhere around 6 30 if you don't come over there and pay to get into the to show today uh if you come over just for the band concert it's gonna cost you ten dollars to get in they're gonna start about 6 30 so it'll still be kind of cool over there but you know I ain't gonna say a little alcohol might be involved, but <laughs> <laughs> of the clear and variety, a, and a whole lot of jackets. <laughs> yeah. Now that'll but be then, after all the racing's done, right? Yes, that'll be after all this racing's done. We uh we don't we don't kind of you know we don't uh, have we don't have our concerts before the race like they do it at, at NASCAR and yeah. stuff. Uh, everybody watched that deal. They had Daytona, which was a good deal down there. Booty. Uh, yep. Uh, today the gates is already open gates have been open for a while they opened at 10 o'clock this morning drivers meetings at 12 30 today to get in the grandstands today it's going to be 20 dollars to get in pits it's going to be 35 dollars
1: okay uh tony eight air told us about some improvements they got last yep. week and uh yep about a catch fence and uh, i guess the lights won't come into play yet or will they because he's talking about those well, new they will for the concert oh uh, they'll probably leave them down uh you know
3: concerts you want kind of they got their spotlight. own spotlight yeah they got their own spotlight so okay yeah <laughs> go to a concert yeah go every to a once con- in a while yeah
1: stay out of the political arena but uh <laughs> i
3: know there'll be a couple of wood fires going around there you know how the east boys they they it's bring good their, yeah they bring their own wood and stuff just build your fire and sit by it and kick back yeah uh also tomorrow tomorrow They're going to be racing at Cherokee Speedway. This is, like I said, this is March Madness. They got the Southern All-Star Series going to pay $12,000 to win. Wow. Yes. It's automatically going to pay $600 if you start this race. So uh, they're going to be a bunch of a lot of super late models over there. So I advise you, if you like watching these super late models go around this racetrack, they will be super fast. So they're Cherokee's open for business. Cherokee is open for business. Uh, they'll probably take, uh, from what I've seen, I don't. They usually take a weekend, uh, the next weekend off. But, uh, but as far as I know, this is pretty much kicking off their their full year right now. No, I think that's March, what he told us. March Madness. Also on the schedule there is going to be the 604 Crate Late Models. Going to pay them boys twelve hundred dollars to win. And the Street Stock Crate Sportsman. They're going to pay them boys nine hundred dollars to win. In the stock four division they're gonna pay them boys $700 to win. And uh, also, uh, the brown guy that we had interviewed last year, the young guy, yeah, uh, brown roofing and stuff, him and his daddy is actually racing together in this division, okay. And uh, he's pretty much uh outrunning his daddy.
1: From <laughs> I well, I mean. That- <laughs> buddy did it and richard did it and uh probably larry pearson did it so you do yep. get out run by your son yep
3: uh also over there t- tomorrow is going to be the thunder bomber division that's uh that's going to be the division that we had a little controversy in last week so uh hopefully them boys has got their got their situation straightened out uh from what i hear once uh they done. They done. a little something wrong with the heads. So evidently they got to go find a new set of heads. Once you cut heads, you can't go back and uncut them. <laughs> so uh, that's a that's a that's a pretty pretty
1: hard deal. Sort of like a board.
3: Yeah. So uh, tomorrow the gates are going to open at 10 a.m. Tomorrow, uh, driver's meeting's going to be at 12:30. They do observe the church. It's about a quarter mile down the road. They will they will not let you crank these race cars up till after this. You know. Sunday, if you wait to go just on Sunday, it's going to be $30 to get in the grandstands or $40 to get in the pits. Or you can get a two-day pass over there for $40 and $65 to get into pits for people who wants to go to get their full dose of racing. 65 bucks. $65 uh-huh. gets you. I'm talking about a ton of races. not to get you a ride. Well, it, <laughs> I can get you a ride over there. No, uh, no I'm past uh, that stage. But uh, we are fixing to get this deal cranked up. Harris Speedways fixing to, they doing some improvements up there at Harris Speedway. We're going to fix and get everything started up. We're going to get Travers Rest on Friday night. We're going to have Harris on uh, Saturday night competing with uh, Cherokee Speedway. And uh, from then on, it's going to be on. Okay. Do they race at Lawrence? Uh, yes, we do have a racetrack at Lawrence. I matter of fact, uh I'll start getting us some updates okay. on Lawrence Speedway since it's uh but mostly I go north.
13: Well, I, I'm not telling go, you how to run your I go, job, I, I, I was just wondering.
3: I, I like I, I don't <laughs> try to go south, but I usually try to go north. You know, you got Carolina, you got uh Gaffney, you got Harris, uh you, don't, you know, don't get me wrong, you can go we can go south too. If well, we go south, we got Lawrence, we got Hartwell, we got uh, Livonia. we got Tacoa, we got there you know, tons of dirt track races around we here. We do.
1: Well, the I, reason I mentioned Lawrence is because uh, um, I think I picked up our signal down there one time. It wasn't real strong, but I can't even remember if it was AM or the FM. And, uh, of course, we do Presbyterian sports. Uh, Ryan Clary was just in here, and I guess he's yeah. heading that way for the game. And that's in Lawrence County. So uh, we uh, – no, that's Clinton County. Yeah. Or is it Lawrence County? Lawrence. Lawrence, Lawrence yeah, City yeah. of Clinton. Lawrence, and, uh, that's right. Almost, I thought myself there for a second. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, we got a radio station tie-in with Lawrence. Maybe, and maybe was, think about including them. And that was Austin Brown. He, Austin Brown.
3: Austin Brown. He won. We had interviewed him uh, last year on this radio station, yep, and uh, he won his. He actually won his heat race last week, and uh, was uh, starting on the front row. But uh, something kind of happened, and uh, he probably blame it on his daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh hopefully they gonna get their stuff worked out there and gonna make a, a a full race we getting a 25t fired up pretty soon i hope oh yeah we done cranked uh, we done crank two of them up so uh we got uh doing a little bit of changing they changing our header program on us so uh i've got uh one fella that sits up in the stands he's about he's about 80 percent blind from what i can figure and uh, he says he just listens to the car come down straight away, and he knows if we're out front or not. And, yeah, uh, and uh, <laughs> I guess he could. That's and uh, but this year, I uh, pretty much every one of us has got to have this same hairstyle. So I'm trying to make something where it might
1: be just a little bit different sound. Oh, I know how to do that. You take a Phillips screwdriver and poke a hole in the exhaust pipe. Oh, that's going to take away. That's <laughs> going to take
3: away horsepower. Oh well. Oh yeah, back right. pressure.
1: That's what my neighbor used to do. <laughs> back in the 60s they had a they had a brand they brought a brand new his name was johnny casey he went to vietnam and came back but he uh they got a brand new 63 ford and the day after they brought it home from pierce motor company he was out laying in the driveway poking holes in the muffler with a (laughs) phillips screwdriver so it'd sound good
3: i just want to give y'all a list of the some of the drivers that have already committed to coming to cherokee speedway tomorrow we got Chris Madden, Brandon Overton, Dale McDowell, Chris Ferguson, Casey Roberts, Ross Bales, Zach Mitchell, Kyle Strickler, Trent Ivey, Brian Connor, Cal Knight, John Henderson, Rob Grant, Hannah Parkhurst, Dennis Rambo Franklin. we got a list. This is just people that has called in, committed, besides the ones I know, Jimmy Owens, which had a good Belusa weekend at Daytona Speed Weeks down there uh nine times out of ten he'll be there that's that's kind of a who's who isn't it that is it a who's really who really is there's a lot of good racing names in there the, you like i said uh hopefully uh hopefully one of these guys i'm not gonna have did you say you're not gonna make the radio show next week
1: i'm not i was gonna talk about that the next segment but oh, no I, but, i've got to go down to west palm beach don't have to i want to but um, uh if things work out right
3: uh maybe if we can uh chris madden might can pull this still out chris madden's always known to be fast at cherokee speedway and uh got a little contact there between us and chris madden i can have him on the radio show next week well that'd be great i'll be listening
1: i will i haven't missed the show i just don't always hear it live and i'll tr- try to get my daughter to come in with me that'd be great class the place up a little bit <laughs> um birthday girl all right we're gonna take our last break and come back you're listening to start your engines on fox sports spartanburg
10: It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
4: When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you, Mr. White, always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946
10: looking for a reliable and affordable graphics printer image printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage decals and banners t-shirts wide format printing full color paper printing and offers graphic design services all in-house image printing is your one-stop shop for all your personal and professional printing needs image printing has been servicing the upstate since 1989 and provides the personal touch that you will be sure to love visit image printing at 845 california avenue across the street from the spartanburg county detention center or call 864-583-8848
4: Hey, this is Ryan Clary. Lately, I've been eating one home-cooked meal after another. I'm talking million-dollar spaghetti, Mexican lasagna, chicken tetrazzini. I can't cook at all, and my wife's a great cook, but she has a full-time job. So neither of us have time to feed our three little ones a home-cooked meal. Many of you listening can relate one way or another. Who has the time? Mama Sue's does. That's right. Mama Sue's on East Henry Street in Spartanburg has homemade meals daily for you to pick up. Place an order online or stop in at Mama Sue's. Also check out their $5 lunch specials, Mama Sue's, open Monday through Friday, 10 to 6.
8: The weather has finally cooled down. But that doesn't mean your need for ice changes with the seasons. The big game is just around the corner, and that means time for parties. Whether you're hosting a big party or just having a few friends over to watch the game, Twice the Ice can help you get ready for your event. Twice the Ice has 12 convenient ice houses located throughout the county. Twice the Ice is affordable. Get a 10-pound bag for $1.25 or a 16-pound bag or 20-pound bulk for $1.75. It's available 24 hours a day using cash, credit, or debit card. To find the Twice the Ice location near you, visit sparkenburgwater.org slash ice. So what if your roommate, we'll call him Einstein, decides to microwave a metal bowl full of cookie dough and set your apartment on fire.
4: Yep, State Farm has an agent for that. See State Farm agent Cliff Gobert in Spartanburg for auto, renters, frankly, all kinds of insurance. Cliff's got your back. So call Cliff Gobert today at 597-1200. That's 597-1200.
8: Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Cliff Gobert, State Farm Insurance, East Main Street in Spartanburg.
0: Want to find out what's going on on Fox Sports 1400? (laughs) Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. We have everything you need, including the all-important Listen Lively. Find it all at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com.
1: well we got a good song that time i should let that one go and um we have a call in here and uh who do we have on the line
9: hey perry hey
1: joe how you doing buddy
9: i'm doing good um really enjoyed that interview um i hate that bobby couldn't make it but
12: he gave you a heck of a pinch hitter he did and
1: we're gonna we're gonna wrap up bobby uh quite a bit i think for the rest of the year he's uh He's uh, talking about all these big names that we can get. And, uh, you know, I'd love to have them. So uh, we can uh, definitely find a place. I told you, we want to do more drag racing. So that's what we're going to do. We're gonna... And we're we're talking to Joe Delaney. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. I told Joe, I just texted him. He said, with well, good show. And I said, well, well, you still got time to call. But I, I assumed everybody knew who I was talking to. So that, you know. Anyway, and I've got a piece of paper here that says, who are we talking to? So, um <laughs> so i won't forget and and before i forget this uh that's also on my piece of paper uh we want to thank lanny mckinney who does our podcast and maintains our facebook page and the budmore website and um he had quite a workout this week because we had a guest at 10 o'clock and then we changed it and and we just generally keeps us straight he keeps us straight and uh and we had to uh he had to redo the facebook page i guess last night and put uh, Justin Ashley on there, but I'm glad you liked that, Joe. Uh, that was uh, that's a that's an intelligent young man, and uh, boy, it makes the 20 minutes go by real fast when you don't have to pull information out of him.
12: No, he was he sounded like he was a seasoned pro, and I tell you, um, every everything I can tell, having Bobby Bennett
1: in your corner, uh, he can get anybody and everybody um,
12: in in racing on his side of the world. On your show, if you want them. Well, as long well, as it's not
1: a, a girl softball game in the way, I agree with you.
12: All right. Well, listen, I
1: enjoy the show, and I'll continue listening. Thank you, Joe. We appreciate you calling in and all you do for us here at Fox Sports Spartanburg. That's Joe okay. Delaney. Um, Thank you, buddy. All right. Bye. Yeah, that's Joe and I. Uh, Joe is the one that really turned me on to uh, Bobby Bennett, and I had seen his name, you know, because he has these things at the Beacon you know, where they have these get togethers about the old Spartanburg dragway. And, and I want to go out there and see it and he wants to go see it. And so we'll get that together one time and maybe build a whole show around it. But, uh, he's, uh, definitely got me excited about Bobby Bennett. I tell you, I mean, um, there's a whole lot more drag racing than I thought there was.
3: Yep, we also got Greer Dragway, which is fixing to open up here. We got right. to, uh, we got to find out about them boys. That's where I well, go over and get my racing fuel. Well, why don't you get one of them lined up for the show next week? I may do that. That'll we'll, be that'll we'll, be good. We'll get uh, Greer Dragway is one of the last drag strips we got around in this area, and everybody needs to support it. We
1: absolutely, we- do. We uh, uh, got a few minutes left here, about fifteen, less than that, about twelve. I just want to mention that the trucks are off. They're not going to be back until Atlanta for the Georgia 200 at 1.30 on FS1. Uh, that'll be on March the 14th. So we've got a couple of weeks before that. I already told you about the WeatherTech. The uh, Indy Series will start the next day after the trucks. They were going to be running the Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg, where they always start. That's March 15th. I don't have a TV listing for that, but I got plenty of time to get it. And uh, so they'll be getting their 17-race uh, season underway that runs all the way through September. They get done early, and they start late. So, uh, you know, actually, that's not too bad. You know, you, you get it all done. In fact, the one weekend there, they run two races. Uh, we talked about Cup. They're uh, in um, Fontana today. I gave you the TV schedule for that, The qualifying for the um, Cup is it, 4 o'clock, no, 2.30 to 3.30, and then after that's the Xfinity race. And uh, I gave you the point standings on that, too. So we're just about done here with all this stuff yeah. I printed out. Xfinity, I, I just I apologize. I, I don't really know what happened to uh, Jeremy Clements. He was running good the last time I saw him, and the next thing I knew he was quite a few laps behind. But the winner of that race was Chase Briscoe in that uh, uh, Ford number 98 which was kind of cool-looking car. It was white with a big black dot on the side and 98 in the middle of it. It was kind of reminiscent of a, of a, an old Indy car or a Mexican road race car or something. Austin Cendrick was second for Penske. Ryan Siege was third. Noah Craxton was fourth. Harrison Burton, fifth. Brandon Jones, sixth. Michael Annette, seventh. Justin Allgaier, eighth. Herb, Riley Herbst, ninth. And Ross Chastain, tenth. The, uh... Unfortunate news about Jeremy Clements is he, uh, okay, says rear gear. Why don't I read this stuff? Yeah. says rear gear after uh, he fell out after 178 laps of a 200-lap race, so uh, he only had 22 laps to go. He uh, wound up, though, finishing 31st after starting 16th, and like I said, he'd been running good. So uh, that's uh, that's very unfortunate. We got to get him rolling here because he is sitting – Looking at the point standings, in fact, uh, he didn't even show up on my standings. I only printed the top 20, and I'm th- thinking he'd be in there, but he's not. He's he's pretty far down. I apologize for that. But the point standings for Xfinity is uh, Chase Briscoe is first, Noah Cragson second, Harrison Burton third, and I guess those boys have moved up from the trucks. Uh, Michael Annette fourth and Brandon Jones fifth. Austin Sendrick sixth, Ryan Seed seventh, tied with Justin Haley. Justin Allgaier is ninth, and Brandon Brown is tenth. You know, we had a – in fact, I wrote a poem about it. (laughs) I don't know it. But about – at one time, like in the late 90s, (coughs) excuse me, we had a lot of Jeffs and Jeffreys. And um, now it looks like we got a lot of Brandons and Justins. And uh, no reflection on our guest earlier today, but you can sort of see a trend of when parents were naming their kids certain things and they grew up and started became race drivers. And you get a whole bunch of them with with pretty similar names. So uh, that's that. That's just all I have to say about that. As <laughs> well, well. <laughs> well,
3: in this dirt track racing, we got Austin and we got uh, Justin. And both of them are menaces. So, yeah. I mean, you know, just uh, one letter between them. Yeah um yeah so anyway i won't get into that any further uh but, uh, but she was talking about jeremy clemens yes. uh you got to you got to be able to finish that race you got to if you don't if you can, you can you can go all the way up to 90 like two laps left to go and if you fall out you're gonna go back into the 30s these what? car. these cars now are just about what we call bulletproof
1: that's the exact term i was going to use because i thought the rear end was one of the most bulletproof pieces well, it, it's supposed to be. You got a cooler back there. It actually pumps that all.
3: I mean, it take that all, pump it up to a cooler, and then it dumps it back into that rear end housing where it tries to keep that rear gear cool. But sometimes it's uh, I ain't gonna say you have a part failure, but uh, it's been known. I mean, that's uh. Didn't those used to
1: be four rear
3: ends? They still are. We they got we are? got we got them in these dirt cars now, except for the super late models now. Our super late models has got what we call a quick change rear end, but our. Uh, Our limited sportsman cars and our other divisions has got what we call a 9-inch forward rear end, and we have to change that center chunk out to be able to go to a different racetrack. Whereas your super late models has got what they call a quick change rear end, whereas your ring and pinion gear stays the same in that rear end housing, and you just got two gears that stick out the back of that housing, and you pop off six bolts right fast, take that cover off, and you just change out two spur gears, and you can go to a different gear ratio and uh
1: for them boys it's real easy you got a lot of notes i mean like the different tracks you you just go over there and uh you look at your note for uh oh he's giving me that look like we're getting into <laughs> we're getting into secret territory here but that's, everybody's i mean i would think everybody's well, yeah, got notes that's on, that, on that anything. Any sport like that, nah,
3: was,
2: you keep notes on your competition. I wouldn't oh, think well, that would be a keep, secret. Keep, I'm not keep, asking you to tell me what the oh, note yeah, says. Yeah,
1: yeah, we
3: got we got different gear. We got different I mean, you just say, well, we're, we're going to
1: Lawrence here. We're I, going to Lawrence. We're and uh, you reach well, over and you look pay, at pay, your pay. note. And then you grab a, a 419 off the shelf. I mean, no that's right. so it. That's exactly it right. It. Whereas okay.
3: you got like a, like I'll say like a racetrack at Cherokee Speedway where we got long sweeping turns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you got shorter straightaways. And now you go to a racetrack where it's kind of like Martinsville. It's right. kind of tight, uh, long straightaways. So guess
1: what you got to do?
3: You got to, you got to keep that motor turned up. Yeah
1: and uh it's just expensive. i'm not ever going to on purpose make you give you won't give anything away but i wouldn't even go there okay. so i don't <laughs> boy his he started looking at me over the top of those glasses <laughs> like uh don't don't make me say something here <laughs> i tell you alan that's uh you know as he was telling me all that stuff i get to thinking about uh i mean he's he reminds what? me of nelson Knows yeah. some crime. I mean, he knows it i mean this guy sitting we'll pay, over here on we'll pay, our show
3: knows it Well, will pay it this way i was there working on my exhaust system this morning got my shop at eight o'clock this morning and uh i had to weld some tabs on the side of my hairs and my motor's over in my race car right now one of the race cars and i look over there and i see that distributor stuck down in that hole and uh Whenever I worked for David Pearson, if you got caught welding in that race car with your electronics in that race car, uh-huh. you might as well say you got out the door just about. I mean, that was just a no-no that you did not hook a welder ground cable up to that that car unless the electronic system was. I don't know if something happened to David one time because you won't know it till you go out on that racetrack and it's skipping that you have done burnt something up in your electronic system or whatever, you know. But, uh, by grounding the welder, by grounding that welder. uh, And then whenever you, when you weld to it, you know, you, you, but if it don't go through that ground, it's going to a different ground somewhere. And if it goes through that distributor system or whatever, or through your electronic box or whatever, uh, it messes it all up. And I, I looked at that thing and I used to do a little bit of exhaust systems whenever I was up at Pearsons. And I looked down there and I said, well. Walked over, I got that 9 16th wrench and I pulled my distributor up out of that motor and I set it back on the wooden table and I said, well, at least I know whenever I put it back in, it will
1: be right well i was going to ask you did you make yourself go sit in the corner for like 10 minutes and think well, about what you had done
3: I, I, I was thinking about if i if i did if i did well Lord, was i gonna fire myself <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you walked outside and noticed it
1: was snowing uh, yes
3: that's whenever i opened the door up and i looked outside and i said well we're gonna to race today and it's, it's <clears> the <throat> top of my roof is white which i had a race car driver he told me a long time ago he said it can be four inches of snow on the ground, and people'd still be over at Cherokee Speedway sitting in the bleachers waiting, oh, yeah. on, waiting on a race. But uh, well, that says a lot me, about the fans. Don't get me wrong; snow's good on a racetrack. I used to have an engine builder. He told me, uh, Ken Miller. Oh, yeah, Ken, heard the uh, name. Uh, Ken Miller. I used to we used to take blocks over there, and I looked at him. I said, Ken, when are you gonna drag that block in here? He said, It needs to rust, and it needs to snow on it before <laughs> I even touch it. <laughs> Is that that called curing the block? I guess it's called curing the block or something like that. But I looked at him and I said, "Well, here, put it in the back of my truck." He said, "Why?" I said, "It's going to snow in Asheville tonight, and I'm going to (laughs) take it up there and get some snow on it." (laughs) We we need
1: to get this thing underway. (laughs) Take it down to the ice house or something.
8: (laughs) Yeah.
3: No,
1: he wants snow. (laughs) I remember there was a guy, and we got two minutes. We got had a guy running Indianapolis one time. You might remember this one of you. It was 1980. His name was Roger Rager, and he had a school bus engine in his IndyCar, and he made the race and was doing good until uh, Jim McElreath spun out in front of him. But they said, why in the world? Where would you get a school bus? And he said, man, that's a great engine. It's been sitting out in this field for about 15 years, and it's cured, and it was rusty, and I, we cleaned it up, and it ran great, and it did. It ran good. Well, me and some friends of mine we was talking about getting us Sounded a school good, bus. Too. Yes,
3: we was talking about getting us a school bus and making us up something like that that we could go to the race in. And I told them, I said, uh, I'd get one of my motors out and we'd just see it up in the back of that school bus and put us some big old stacks out and once we got to the once we got to the racetrack, I'd crank it up and act like that was the motor that got us up there or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> For everybody, everybody that's uh, wanting to go see some racing, you can go to Cherokee Speedway, load you up some wood. You can go across the racetrack. You don't have to go to the infield. You can actually go across that racetrack, parking area across the street over there, unload you some wood, build you a fire out
1: there, sit back and watch a lot of good racing this coming weekend at Cherokee Speedway. And you don't have uh, any competition. I mean, it's the only show in town this weekend, and it's a good one. It's going to be
3: a good one. Like I said, uh, all the boys is going to be there for us. Twelve thousand dollars to win, and uh, they're going to be some top names over there. I want to I mention did.
1: real quick that? Oh, oh yeah. no, I just going to say we got a Presbyterian basketball at three forty-five. The game's at four o'clock. They're playing Charleston Southern down in Clinton. And we got Gamecocks and a must-win game against Alabama and Tuscaloosa at 8 o'clock, like I was telling Roll Tide Terry. You got a quick one there?
2: I lost my train of thought.
1: Oh, okay. Well, then that's that's just as well. It, it derailed. <laughs> well, I'd like for everybody to enjoy us
3: one day of a, every four years that we have an extra day. This is. This is
1: leap year day. So thanks, everybody, for listening. I think we had a good show for one that was thrown together over the last few hours. Uh, a great guest. Go out to a racetrack, see a race. Keep it between the fences.
0: we're now on FF. Hear all of our programming at 98.3, Fox Sports 1400, WSPG Spartanburg. Fox Sports trending now. In the NBA Friday night, the Milwaukee Bucks got their.